on Instagram. Welcome to Reality Water Cooler. I am Sarah in Texas, and this is our place to chat all the latest reality TV gossip. And of course, Jeff Lewis. Oh my God, y'all. I have so many thoughts uh, on the 789 update that Jeff gave today, but let's get into shout out news. We're going to chat about Real Housewives of OC, the final episode of season 17. Thank you, Jesus. I swear I feel like I deserve a, um, I deserve a completion, a certificate of completion for finishing that dang season. Uh, it was rough and it was really rough for Shannon. Um, so let's get into it. I also, also please, if you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. We love your comments. Get comfortable in comments. I love hearing what you have to say. Uh, I do try to read all the comments as they go, but I do have a computer with all comments. I have an iPad going on TikTok, shout out, and on Instagram, the comments. So I do admit that sometimes I miss them, but at the very end, we try to make time for questions, okay? Uh, also, the replay goes up immediately. Make sure you're following me, subscribing, liking, commenting, all of the things. I would really, really appreciate it. Okay. I did listen or watch, I should say, the Rick and Kelly recap of OC. Y'all, I know as controversial as they are, I agreed with everything they said. Um, Tamara's mom was chiming in in the back. If you remember her from her years on OC, she hates Tamara. And I mean, hates with a capital H. It was kind of awkward to listen to. Um, it just started off to me that the, the, the second episode of the reunion, they were just breaking the fourth wall. And as much as I enjoyed that on the show, Real Friends of West Hollywood, We Ho with um, Joey Zalzig, the newest chump, one of the new chumps, um, I, I didn't like it here. I feel like these OC ladies have been on so long. I don't want to hear them talking about different things. And like, uh, you know, Shannon Bedore at one point was like, my job is being Shannon Storms Bedore. And I'm like, your job is also to show everything that's really going on in your life. Like you're totally being paid for that. And instead you were absolutely hiding a huge chunk of your life, which was the drama that was going on with you and John Jansen, the supposed love of your life. Also, she finally admitted that she is sometimes friends with benefits with John Jansen. She was denying that the last couple of times she's been on Jeff Lewis Live, which I'm disappointed in because I think we all knew. I mean, give me a freaking break. Like Andy said, you're posting on social media. You're going out with him, all the things. And then why was she denying that whenever Shane and Jeff would ask her point blank? Is there more going on? And she was lying about it. Didn't like that at all because that is her really good friend. Anywho, it made her look really bad. Um, you know, obviously this was recorded 10 days before her DUI. We know now more is going on. I guess we saw the snapshot. I guess her left arm might be broken or in a cast. Maybe it's a fracture or something. We had heard that almost immediately. And now that the picture is out, I think that's one of the early insider things that, um, that um, Rick and Kelly had said in their Patreon. So they had, they had said that they had heard that she might be hurt that way and have like facial bruising. I guess I'm sort of surprised the facial bruising is still there. Um, I mean, I thought she looked beautiful in the picture, but also that picture, I think it was page six, but it gives credit to some company. And now God, I'm forgetting it. Y'all tell me. I just saw an article though, when they give credit to this particular paparazzi source, whatever you want to call it, y'all tell me what it is. I know y'all, I can't remember what it is. 
I had heard that means that that actual celebrity is the one that called them to take that picture. So that source was there. But then I said that in comments and then somebody who had like a photography um, Instagram account said no back grid. Yes. Thank you. Um, said, no, that's not true. So who knows what's true? I just feel like it was suspicious, but why would she want a picture of her taken? She had no makeup on, which is no big deal to me, but she had no makeup on. She's clearly on the phone. I mean, what, how does it benefit her to have this paparazzi, to call the paparazzi to take such a picture of her? If anything, I think it would be better of her to be walking into the outpatient facility to show that she is getting help or something. Who knows? Give me your thoughts. It's I'm all over the place with that for sure. Um, okay, didn't like I said, the Tamra girl. I definitely agreed with Rick and Kelly on this. If Kelly ever said F you, which she did not say F you, she said the whole word. Have to be careful on YouTube, but she said the whole dang word to Andy Cohen on the reunion. And then later she says, be quiet. He just sat there. I hope he said something to her later. Completely disrespectful. I almost think again, that she's playing into the whole role of trying to get on for the next season. I don't know. I just, I don't like her back. I do feel like she has not much to talk about. Uh, Kelly said something this morning that there was apparently some drama going on with one of her daughters, Sophia, and she wasn't talking about that. So again, she's just kind of not showing all the parts of her life that she wants to, right? Do I think when it comes to children uh, in, in some things, maybe you deserve respect and privacy, especially if it's something that's whatever. And I don't know what the issue that Kelly was talking about with Sophia um, I just don't like that she's choosing not to show it. I mean, and then they got into this pissing contest. What did y'all think of that? This pissing contest, Shannon started it about, you know, I do show my whole real life. I showed my belly when I gained 42 pounds. And then they showed the picture and Rick goes something like, oh, wow, or something like that. I mean, and then everyone starts in on, you know, when they, when their husbands have cheated or when they've done this, they've, uh, it was just a lot. Didn't like it at all. I thought episode one was boring. I thought episode two was just freaking chaotic. And to hear that they actually were all in a place, I don't think they actually all went out at the end of the, the thing for dinner, but I think they all have admitted. And I think this is what Emily and Gina told us at the Reality Bites happy, uh, the, uh, the happy hour event and that I was in in LA a week or two ago. Um, I think they said everyone didn't go out, but they were actually in a place that they felt like they could have all gone out. So um, crazy Shane Lewis, Shane and Jeff Lewis get brought up because um, Tamara mentions the story about at BravoCon. Shane was like, oh, I think you filmed with my cousin. He's the one that was like the white water rafter dude, the tour guide that his balls were apparently hanging out. That's actually Shane's cousin, which they talked about on Jeff Lewis. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, Love Heather, uh, Heather Dubrow on it. Um, her veins that were coming out in her neck, y'all. And I know we should not talk about people's weight. I do think she looks very, you know, thinner than usual. Um, I, I, I don't love it. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if she's not eating, but stress, you know, two of her kids went away to college. I don't know to sell the house. I mean, if anything, I'd be eating lobster every night, gorging myself on liquid butter for sure. 
Um, but whatever's going on there, the, the veins in her neck were literally distracting. Like literally, yes. Somebody says Heather's too thin. I know if, 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 uh, John Hill was here, he'd be like, don't talk about women's bodies, but you know, we do it's life. Um, felt Jen was just sitting there like she's useless. Kelly says she'll be shocked if she's asked back next season. I have to agree. The thing she said at the end was something like, oh, I'm going to miss it. This is the first time I'll ever have a first season on OC ever. And I'm like, I think it might be your last. Like you've got five kids that are pretty young and an ex-husband. So I'm assuming those kids are flying. I don't even know. Maybe he flies back from Oklahoma to see them instead of flying the kids there. Who knows what's going on? I think Ryan seems like a, a dweeb, uh, a cheater, a slime ball. Um, I think she's totally underestimating herself and how she can get somebody better. I think she and Shannon probably have about the same amount of self-confidence and it's clearly not enough at all. I just felt like Tamara was like begging for a job and like, thank you for having me on again. I just feel like, no, none of y'all are friends. I don't feel like y'all ever hang out. You're not calling each other to ask to lunch or brunch or to, you know, to tell things that your kids are doing. It was just gross. But Kelly does tell us at the beginning of Rick and Kelly show today that she talked to, Sh that Shannon called her yesterday. Not only that she talked to her, but that Shannon called her, but then she's like, well, I'm not going to say anything that it was about. Of course, I waited. And then later she does say that um, something they talked about. Now I'm forgetting what it was. Oh, sure, whatever it was. It wasn't anything bad, but she does tell us a little bit about what they said for sure. Are you happy the OC is over? I'm kind of ready for a break. But also, you know, we've got Potomac starting soon. Beverly Hills starting soon. Uh, what else? Oh, tonight is um, this show that I want to watch with the husband and, and uh, the kids. Um, the House of Villains. I think that'll be really good. Um, there's just so much on. Uh, okay. Speaking of so much, I'm going to touch on season five, episode 14 of 90 day fiance. It's kind of easy. It's only an hour. Thank goodness. Some of these ones, the, the 90 day fiancés that are two hours, y'all TLC, it's freaking too much. Like nobody has 30 hours in a day, like slow it down, edit some of that crap out. So luckily I can fast forward cause I'm only interested in two couples, the 23 year old Christians that are now pregnant, Mary and Brandon, super jealous. She's got anger issues for sure. Yet what they keep fighting about in this episode is how he gets mad and he screams. The neighbors are listening. The, the grandparents are embarrassed of their behavior, which I absolutely would be too. Um, he needs to get a freaking job. Like, does he have a job? It's not like he comes from money. And now they've got this baby on the way. Like, I'm just so curious how they're supposed to raise it. I mean, uh, it's just a mess. The other couple I'm interested in, Johan and Danielle, they have no excuses for their idiotic behavior. Danielle is 42. Johan is 33. He is using her so freaking bad just to get to America. It is so freaking obvious. She even says at the end of the show today, if any, if any one of her friends, boyfriends were, or they're married. If any of their boyfriends or husbands were treating her friends like this, she'd be like, get out. He's terrible. He's trash. Literally. But she's still with him. Yet she keeps threatening to break up, which is also what Brandon and Mary were doing at the end. Mary was like, well, maybe you need to go back to America and we'd be better off this way. They'll drag this on for years. Who knows? Um, I, 
I feel for them. Uh, hopefully they're making money off this TLC show or some other kind of brand deals come in. I don't know. They need some help for sure, right? Um, wait. Oh my gosh. Donna on TikTok says, blind Autumn yesterday said the baby isn't his. Y'all, please send me all the blind items on 90 Day Fiance. I need to know what's going on with all the couples recently. Please send it to me on Instagram at Jeff Lewis Obsessed. I feel like that's the easiest way to get a, a message. Um, but she also tells him, Daniel looks and says, I'm not funding your flex. So basically she tells him, look, the only reason you want to live in America or at least buy a house here is so it can look like to your family and friends, like, oh, I've got this lady, my sugar baby, you know, she's got money. She doesn't have money, y'all. Living in New York City, all of her money is gone. She talks about how freaking expensive it is to live there, but also she's a teacher. She's not making like millions a year by any means. So she's not rich. And I think, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't she have a kid from a previous, you know, marriage or relationship? So he keeps saying he wants to have a kid and then he takes a dig at her because he says, you can't give me a kid naturally. So in a lot of cultures, just like um, Jessel talked about recently on the new Roni, a lot of cultures, there's a lot of negativity about if a woman uh, cannot give birth, you know, without assistance of a fertility uh, doctor. And that's what he was digging at. And I'm like, she's also 42. Like, what the hell were you expecting? She's not. 22 or 32. It gets my blood boiled. But also a new one started on Sunday. I've decided I'm not even going to start watching that until this, uh, the other way is finished. I think it's almost finished. And then until I'm done with the last resort, which I think is almost done for sure. Somebody said she's filing for bankruptcy. Oh my goodness. I do. Where are the blinds at? Y'all send me a message where the blinds are. It is so hard, and we're going to talk about it, Jeff Lewis Live. It is so hard just to keep up with all that content. Okay, so today was Fortune Feimster and Megan Weaver. It starts out super lighthearted. Like, I love that Megan can take all the teasing about the drinking, but I sort of wonder if it bothers her. I mean, I guess not, but they're basically now saying she was sloshed almost when she showed up to the Halloween Horror Nights thing. And then she starts remembering, oh, yeah. And then Monica texts, she had a beer on the way. Um, but I thought it was all lighthearted, super fun. Uh, I love Fortune. I think she can have a conversation with anyone. I thought Fortune, maybe she's super busy. I also think it rubbed her a little wrong. What did y'all think? I think it rubbed her a little wrong that Jeff was kind of digging her for taking the Stephen Colbert opportunity over Jeff Lewis Live. Like, I think that really bothered him. Like, he felt like she should have had more of a loyalty to him. And I love that she held her own. She was like, look, this is an opportunity that comes across every two to three years, maybe. And she said, basically, it's apples and oranges. Like, your audience is completely different. Yes, maybe y'all sell tickets. But I think Stephen Colbert, who I don't watch, I mean, who the hell watches late night TV anymore? But somebody does. That's more of an opportunity for her to showcase like everything, her Netflix shows, her movies, everything. Because I think an after a late night show probably interviews you more. Whereas Jeff can almost talk about himself and his stories and other people's 
And then, you know, we hardly heard from Fortune at all today on any new of her projects, except the new podcast, Handsome, that apparently sounds like a super success. Yeah, Fortune's dad is very sick right now, too. So everyone's been talking about that. And even Carney um, gave her heartfelt um, thoughts and prayers to her on the after show today. Okay. Oh, my God. The 789 channel, y'all. I was dying. I could not believe. So when he first said something to her about, oh, you're able to do this. You must have signed a bet. You must have a better attorney than I do. My ears perked up. I'm like, hmm, that's kind of a dig. That sounds like he's talking about himself a little bit. Like what is going on? Then he gets into all the details, y'all. I was dying. So let me go back. So 789, he said, has been in the works for over a year. They've been talking about this. We knew nothing of this, okay? Well, okay, I'd heard rumblings, but you know, we knew nothing of this publicly from Jeff for a long time. But in mid-June, they launched the flipping out replay or um, you know, recast show with um, Brandy and Julie, which yes, we'll talk about Brandy's post. Wow. Uh, what'd she say? What a what'd she call him? What a loser? What a bozo? What'd she call him? Anyway, she's clearly talking about Jeff uh, and the comments are open on it. Somebody sent it. Y'all, a lot of y'all sent it to me. So they started the flipping out thing. That didn't last too long. I was listening to, I thought it was really good. I just think at some point there's just not, a, what a tool that he, she said. Um, at some point there's not enough time in the day. You know, I mean, a lot of us work, we have kids, we have a life, we have volunteer, we have everything. And there's only still 24 hours in a day. So then uh, they also started that same day, the live Jeff Lewis live after show, also hosted by Brandy and Julie. So we know what has happened with that since. The flipping out show got canceled, had nothing to do with Brandy and Julie, as far as we know. They got fired eventually from the after show. He revamped it, which I think, and a lot of people have thought was really good, where he has different co-hosts each day. And he's also switching up the pairings all the time just to kind of get a vibe and see who's doing well. Okay. A week later on June 23rd, the Chump Happy Hour started Friday nights at five. I think it was perfect. I would like to say, even if people weren't able to listen live, like I did, I tried most of the time, but if I was busy and I couldn't, I would listen the next day, like lounging in the pool. So I thought it was a really good show, very lighthearted, super fun. But the last two weeks, it's not been on. They've done a replay. They were traveling both of those two Fridays. One was in Dallas. One was in New York. And I thought, maybe it's that. But I had this weird feeling, right? And today, the weird feeling was confirmed. There is some weird shit going on with 789 and Jeff Lewis. He basically says he signed a bad deal. How are you, Jeff Lewis, at 53 years old, in this reality TV world, in the business world for so long, how in the hell did you sign a bad deal? And if you signed a bad deal and you said, like today, that the, the after hour show is doing, the, the, yeah, the after hour show is doing so great, better than ever, as much as I believe that, then why are you going to back away from that? And you and Shane are going to stop, or he said, going to threatens to slow down his participation in that show by not coming on it. 
And he said some of the shows might actually be replays. So now we're not even going to have a live show five day, days a week. Like, that's crazy. I would assume, tell me what you think, especially if you're like some sort of entertainment attorney. Tell me what you think. How is he able to, do you think he has a lot of wiggle room to make those decisions? Or do you think he is contractually obligated to have a live show for the after show five days a week? Or is he able to make that decision? And if it's doing so well, why would you put a replay on a couple of days a week? Why are you threatening us with that? I don't understand this at all. Somebody make it make sense because the math ain't mathing for me, okay? Um, he says it's a bad investment because he, on the Chump Happy Hour, he was the one putting in most of the money for that. Like I said the other day, how did this come up? I even said, if it's not doing that well, these are all your friends. Ask if you can pay a little bit more, less money to them, if they're even wanting the money. Then they say, oh, y'all, remember when this came up and it was so weird? We talked about it, how Amanda McCants has not ever been paid. And then Jeff said, oh, I don't think any of the co-hosts have been paid for the Chump Happy Hour yet. Jeff does not, he is like me. We're birthday flames, March 24th, but he also does not like owing anyone money. Like he will run you down a street to give you a check or cash if he owes you money. I am the same way, can't stand to owe people money. Um, but so why was he not paying the co-host for the Chump Happy Hour? Oh my God, y'all, I have so many thoughts and I know you do too. Tell them to me in comments. I hope you're able to chat with each other. I'm not able to read the comments yet. Let me take a peeky peek. Melanie says, Jeff said he's having to put too much of his own money in 789 and it's doing so well. Siri should be picking up some of the cost. But Melanie, that's where I'm confused. You can't change the contractual obligations in the middle of it, can you? I mean, June, July, August, September, October. What is today? October 12th. This is literally almost exactly four months. The um the flipping out show and the after show started June 16th. I told y'all I'm weird with numbers. The next Friday, the Chump Happy Hour show premiered June 23rd. So this is almost exactly four months. Clearly, I would think they had more of a legal obligation than four months, right? Like if it's doing so well, then why do you take yourself out of the equation? Y'all, I'm sure a lot of, I listened to the whole show because I'm going to reach, you know, chat about it. And I, you know, have a Jeff Lewis obsessed fan account. And, you know, I'm going to listen to it because I FOMO. I don't want to miss something. But I know a lot of y'all tell me, you just listened to my recap about the recap show, the, the after show. And a lot of you tell me you only listen when Jeff and Shane are on that first segment. Okay, so Wendy Lou said to prove a point. But is he not legally obligated to keep doing whatever he had agreed to do? Like we know with the Brandy and Julie thing, I'm just dying, y'all. If there's cameras up, we know Jeff is filming for Hollywood Houselift. Maybe it's done filming. I think it probably is. I would die to have seen his live reaction to somebody DMing him Brandy's post that said, wow, uh, what did she call him? Oh my God, my brain went blank. I know y'all texted it to me. Oh my God, I'm just dying on you. Yeah, Lisa Luke says, I rely on you to give me a recap of the after show. Exactly. Um, I just don't understand it. 
I, I don't understand it. Um, if it's doing extremely well, how can you take away yourself, you and Jeff coming on the after show for that first segment, which is probably what made people stay and tune over to channel 789 to listen. And then you were just lucky if they loved the guest and if it was entertaining and they kept listening to it. I'm so confused. Y'all make it make sense to me, please, because I am not understanding. I sort of wondered if any of this was what Paul warned Alyssa about with her coffee grinds reading, right? She apparently was like, he was very accurate. She didn't like what he had to say. So now I kind of wonder if it was anything about the success or the whatever of the 789 channel. Oh my gosh, I'm just dying. I'm just dying. That's true. Brenda says, surely Jeff had good legal advice and wouldn't make a bad deal. But he says he made a bad deal. He literally said he signed a bad deal. I, I don't get it. How does Jeff Lewis sign a bad deal? I'm so disappointed. Now, don't get me wrong. I have said before, the 789 channel, I love the archives when I get a chance, but it does add a lot more content for me that I want to listen to. So it really makes it hard to like load the dishwasher, do the laundry, run the errands, you know, all the things. And I'm lucky that I don't have an outside job. You know what I mean? I'm lucky that I'm a stay-at-home mom and, and wife. Um, but this fan account takes a lot of time. So listening to the, all the extra shows, y'all, I've never even been able to listen to a doctor, dialing Dr. Donna. I love Dr. Donna. I met her in person. I think she's super nice, super cool. She probably gives great advice. I probably need it. And I'm just in denial that I'm like, Cuckoo. Um, but I don't have time to listen to it. It's only on once a day. I also wonder how much the Chump co-hosts knew about any of this. Like, do you think they all heard about it live on from Jeff Lewis today? Do you think he had had like a Chump meeting with him? Like, I don't feel like any of them knew or saw it coming. I don't know. And then Carney and Pedge are on today. They act like nothing happened at all. They didn't really even talk about it. Um, they just said, oh, we're so happy that the after show is doing so incredibly well. You know, we hope we're on again together. We like that they're changing people up. Some of the callers were saying things. They were uh, a caller brought up the Amanda and Jamie thing, which I thought was kind of weird because that caller said everything I'm seeing and hearing is people like totally anti Jamie or um, anti Amanda. And she wanted to call in in support of Amanda. And I'm like, well, clearly you didn't listen to me, honey, because I definitely thought, it, you know, Jamie was wrong. Not in that instance when he was on with her, when he was on this week with Monica explaining it all. I'm like, dude, you're just making it worse and worse and worse. Dextru says, no, the after show's not canceled yet. I just have a really bad feeling. I feel like Jeff won't let it go on too long before he's, you know, losing money on this deal. Uh, I don't know. I also think his ego, it's like he said, if he comes out and he says publicly, I signed a really bad deal. That is shots fired. He even says, y'all, I'm going to turn my phone over. So I don't see like probably Tim Johnson, anyone else, Alyssa being like abort ship, abort ship, stop talking, shut up. And he turns his phone over to tell us all those juicy ass details. So he wasn't distracted by it. 
I mean, if I love anything about Jeff Lewis, he is always going to spill the details that he should probably keep to his dang self, right? But that's why we listen. I mean, he's brutally honest and he tells us way too much information. Oh, Erica says justice for Brandy and Julie. Well, they're getting it because I glanced at some of the comments real quick because somebody sent me the screenshot. I was just dying. Uh, Julie, you know, they're not even big social media people. So for her to post that, she knew exactly what she's doing. She made it a post, not a story. So everyone can see who likes it. Everyone can see who comments underneath it. Um, Julia's already commented. So instead, like, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind it's about Jeff Lewis. No freaking doubt in my mind, right? Oh, my gosh. Do y'all want to talk about that or move on to anything else? Like, it's all I can think about. Like, I was just shocked, right? So we had kind of heard rumors and rumblings of the show and how well 789 was doing. I kind of got an idea from what y'all tell me in DMs because I chat with so many of y'all and you tell me your brutally honest opinions about 789. And a lot of you are like me. You would, you love it. You love the idea, but there's only so much time in the day. There's lots of TV shows. There's lots of podcasts. We've all got responsibilities to do in life. And, um, you know, maybe we want to listen to it more, but we just can't. But that doesn't matter. In the end, it's all about ratings. It's all about advertisement. And it, then again, it boils down to money, right? Um, I think he was adjusting based on comments and feedback, finally, because sometimes, like y'all said, Jeff Lewis is like, F you, I'm not taking your feedback. Or this is how I feel about this. So I'm not going to listen and let y'all persuade me. Like when he talks about Patty Stanger coming on, um, uh, who else is the one else he talks about coming on? Uh, people that kind of get all up in arms over. Um, yes. Yeah. Raz on TikTok says Brandy Howard, it, her Instagram is the Brandy Howard. She posted this big thing that just says, wow, what a tool. If you know, you know. Oh, we know, honey. We know. Oh, my gosh. Last night I went to dinner with, um, is a very impromptu, uh, one of them texted and said, hey, can y'all meet for dinner by chance tonight? I looked at my schedule and I was like, oh, actually I can. So, you know, I didn't have anything planned for dinner. Had no idea what the kids and husband were going to eat. I'm like, Ugh. so I said, hey, you know, Brian, I'm going to go to dinner with them. Of course, we're Jeff Lewis fans. We met from Jeff Lewis, being a Jeff Lewis fan. It's amazing. Shout out Kim and Diane. And, um, we were chatting about the Brandy and Julie thing and, and how they ended up coming at me or Brandy did. And I really think that was from like people telling Brandy or Julie or both that I was saying negative things about them when I really wasn't. I feel like if anyone does watch my content on a regular basis and listens to uh, and joins in on Reality Water Cooler, that y'all know I wasn't being negative about Brandy and Julie. Um when I was negative about them is when they were saying, you know, calling me freaking, you know, Connie Chung and being super rude about me and uh, encouraging other people to be super rude about me. Um, but I've said since I do wonder what's going on with Brandy and Julie. I do hope their careers are going well. And I do think there could be a rekindling of the friendship. Not after today's Instagram post, I guess. I mean, that pretty much cleared that shit up, right? Um, Joyce says, I never listened to 789. So tell me more, Joyce. Tell me in comments, do you not listen to 789 just because of time? 
or do you not like the content or a mixture of both? Do you only listen to one thing? Do you listen to everything? Um, I, yeah, I would love to know that. Um, I'm like a marketing analysis for 789. I'm really not, but uh, you would think so. Real quick. Oh my God. Thank you to everyone. I was on my way home from dinner and I was listening. Uh, it's about a 25 minute drive each way. So on each way, I listened to Danes Who Dish podcast. Shout out Gina and Ann. They gave me a shout out at the end with a daily dose of Donna. So it was super cool. But I'm listening to their podcast and I, of course, had been out to dinner. So I hadn't seen the commercial breaks yet. And so many of y'all were like, oh, my God, they give you a shout out. Justin and Ryan Bailey. I am literally going to make a Justin Martindale and Ryan Bailey obsessed Instagram account. Like literally, they brought me up and they're like, oh, my God, I love her. I see her on TikTok. I'm like, you do? Like what? And then they did like a, a thing of my accent. I'm like, uh-uh, I am not that country. Like seriously. Um, but they were totally imitating me and it was super funny. But they also said I'm really nice. And uh, that was really sweet of them. So thank you for everyone that sent me that clip and told me about it. It was super amazing. So um, Jeff isn't Ryan Murphy. Just because he does one show well doesn't mean he's good at programming other shows, Lisa says. But is, what does Ryan Murphy have to do with that? Fergalicious says, I'm so country. What? No, not. Oh, my God. That's so weird. I am nice, Bex says. Thank you. Um, you know, and nobody's perfect. I mean, you know, we all have our moments, right? But, uh, you know, I've met Brandy and Julie a couple of times. They're so nice and so cool. It just it did hurt my feelings. I've told y'all this before. It just hurt my feelings that they believe it's almost like the stuff Jeff talked about recently when people will DM him and say, I heard you're talking about me. And he's like, did you listen to what I said though? Or are you just hearing other people's interpretations of it? You know what I mean? And I get it. Nobody has time for everything. That's why sometimes y'all will send me something and I'll say, Oh, you know, tell me what time they started talking about this because you know, I would love to listen and watch everything, but I don't have time to go listen and watch everything all the time, right? Um, Fergalicious says, you're too nice, Sarah. I would have dragged them. No, I mean, they don't deserve to be dragged at all. It just hurt my feelings that the stuff they allowed to be said and kind of encouraged, especially within their Patreon message board that y'all were sending me. Um I don't know why they haven't thought of Rick and Kelly as they already have a partition in YouTube following. Oh, Patreon, you mean, Raquel says. Uh, at the end of Rick and Kelly on Monday, Jeff did, the, the after show, he did say, I want to have y'all on more. So clearly, I think Jeff Lewis Live does really well. I mean, he's got the Snickers campaign. Makes me. I bought a Snickers on a road trip a few weeks ago because of Jeff Lewis talking about Snickers all the time. Of course, Almond Snickers is my favorite. But I um, love a freaking Snickers. So the advertisement is working on me, but he's got longer commercials. He's got more reads that he, these live reads that he's doing. Please, he's doing really, really well with that. I think I would love to see 789 uh, survive and do really well. But I'm also a fan of Alyssa. And the fact that she was behind this and really involved in it, I really wanted to succeed because I've met Alyssa multiple times. And I get her. I just, I respect her as a woman. I respect her as um, someone in that field because, you know, I have a radio television degree and 
you know, it's just now maybe it's different in 2023. But when I was in TV at Fox Sports in 1995, when I graduated college, yeah, there weren't as many girls. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just have a thing for anyone in TV or production or radio. Um, but I like her too. I like her on the radio. Yes, the Zuba, the only Zuba says I really like Alyssa. Yes, a lot of you like her. I love hearing that. Um, and it's okay, right? This is Jeff Lewis Obsessed, especially the Facebook group. It is our safe place to have respectful opinions. They can be different, but we can all have different opinions. We can like different co-hosts. We can we can hate this, we can whatever, but just be respectful and not icky about it, right? Blech. Um, I'm personally not a big fan of Rick and Kelly. They're too pushy. Everything is all money to them, Julie says on TikTok. I get it, but I really think their money was affected when she was fired from Bravo. And when he, was he fired or just not given another contract by Fox? But clearly, thank goodness they had done well with their money. One thing I learned on the show today uh, about Kelly, she bought her own condo when she was 21 years old by herself. I really respect that. I bought my own house by myself when I was 24. No help from my parents, nothing. And it was just, I don't know. I respect that she had the wherewithal to do that at 21. That's crazy. Um, oh my God. Sunny says, as a Midwesterner, your accent is thick. Then again, I'm used to hearing the, hey, dare yay, youpers. Oh my God. Who says that? Hey, hey, dare yay, youpers. Hey, dare yay, youpers. I don't even know what that is. Is that like a, hey, y'all, or hey, you guys? Um, yes. And that's true. Fergalus says, I love Kelly, but not her politics. I can love some things about some people and not everything about them. And I think if we can learn anything from what's the horrific stuff going on in this world uh, with Israel and Gaza, is we can understand that bad, horrific, terrible, icky humans can come in any form. And we can't just hate and love one or the other just because of one thing in their life, right? But to me, icky humans, disgusting human beings, it doesn't matter what they are. It's just, they're just bad humans. It doesn't matter where they live, their religion, you know, anything. <sighs> Anyways. Oh, DS, DS Shopper, in California, your accent is very thick. I'm going to try to have not an accent. Okay, so at BravoCon, BravoCon, who's coming? I got my VIP um, wristbands. Me and my friend Yvette in the mail uh, checked it this morning. Uh, I am working on the final details. Send me a DM if you live in the Las Vegas area, whether you're or if you're just coming in for BravoCon or not. If you love Jeff Lewis, I assume if you're at BravoCon or in the area, you love reality TV. Um, I am going to figure out some sort of a meetup, probably at some restaurant or bar, something super casual, nothing where you have to like commit to a down, a, a prepayment or anything like that. I don't know how plans can change, whether you're coming by yourself, whether you're coming with eight of your best friends, please make time to come and meet other chumpettes. It will be so fun to put a face to a name, people that I talk to on YouTube, Instagram, a lot of y'all, especially from the Jeff Lewis Obsessed Facebook group have become really friendly on social media. It is the best to meet other Jeff Lewis and reality TV fans in person and to just make that connection. So I am working on something probably Thursday around 5 p.m., very close, if not inside the Link Hotel. And then we can like pair up and figure out, do we want to go do something else together? 
Uh, I really am all about community. I really want to make it a place because there's so many people coming by themselves. So make sure to reach out to other people that you know are coming by themselves and let them know to follow me. Definitely the Jeff Lewis Obsessed in, uh, Facebook group and definitely on Instagram where it'll be easier to put out the information in those details. But I'll probably put that out by Sunday or Monday of this next week. Um, I think I'm also working on doing something else with a couple of other content friends, uh, probably Friday or Saturday evening, because some people won't be there by Thursday, right? I was chatting with Daily Dose of Donna, I love her, and she's not going to be there Thursday. So I was hoping since we've got so many dosers and chumpets that, you know, love both of our shows and they're, you know, they would love to meet each other. I thought it'd be so fun to do something with her, but she's not going to be in Las Vegas yet on Thursday. And I really want to do it Thursday just because I want those of us that are coming by ourselves uh, want to get together and meet other people that we can exchange phone numbers or say, hey, let's start this group DM or let's meet here every day. And then we'll go meet in front of the, um, the, the Caesars Forum to go here to do this, whatever. So anyways, um, but that news will come out very soon. What Bravo shows are you going to? Are you going to watch What Happens Live? Uh, I can't remember all the ones I got. I know I have Friday at four. I've got three-day VIP tickets. And then I've got the Friday at four o'clock Bravo Palooza. Friday night, I've got Cabaramy when the chunks are going to be there. And follow me on Instagram. That's definitely where I will put up all the content in my stories. And then I'll go back when I get back in town and probably make reels and that kind of stuff. But all my quick stuff, I'll, if I get to go live, it'll probably be on Instagram. So make sure you're following me there at Jeff Lewis Obsessed. Um, I'll make you feel like you're right there at BravoCon with me. Uh, I think Sunday evening, Saturday night, I've got uh, Heather McDonald tickets. Sunday at 6 p.m. I have a Watch What Happens Live and I might have something else. I can't even remember. I didn't buy the After Dark ticket. It can, it can, I had another conflict. I think it conflicted with, um, Heather McDonald tickets, but yeah. Yes, I am going to watch House of Villains tonight. If I don't watch it tonight, I'll watch it later or tomorrow this weekend with the family, but yeah. Um, what else? Real quick, Hollywood House Lift season two premieres December 6th. Have you seen the promo? Jeff Lewis has it up. Megan has it up. I think Shane does. I've got it up. Y'all, I cannot wait. I recapped all of season one, I think on Sundays. So I'll try to do that again with season two. Um, it's so fun. It's such a fun show to chat about. I'm not super in love or attached to all the celebrities that are on it. Um, probably most excited for Anthony Anderson to come back. Um, there's a couple I'm not excited for, especially um, Sarah, what's her face? That was kind of rude about me on a, um, on a commercial break. Uh, anyways, I'm excited for season two though. Are you excited for it? Okay. Yes. Anthony Anderson. I'm excited for Cynthia Bailey. They do not release the full season. So on December 6th, they'll release two episodes. And then he said every Friday they'll release one. But in all honesty, last year they released it Thursday nights. Yeah, Sarah Foster. Good lighting. Why not? She listened to a recap that I did. And I said that the show was kind of boring. I didn't say she was. I just said the show was kind of boring. She didn't like that at all. She was like, you're, then you've got this fan named Sarah and she goes after me. And I'm like, honey, I wouldn't exactly call that going after you. I mean, Jeff called you a hoarder. I didn't call you a hoarder. Uh, anyways, 
Uh, yes, Patriot says, I heard Justin mention your channel and your name the, yesterday on Jeff Lewis. Yes, he did. So, so Justin gave, uh, Ryan gave me a shout out on the show and said, shout out Jeff Lewis obsessed. And then during the commercial break, Justin was chatting on the commercial break. Number two, I put up a reel. Uh, Justin was talking to him about doing it. So anyways, it was super cool. Um, oh, Erica says, you seem like one of the nicest people. I don't get why Sarah was so pressed. You mean pissed? Yeah, I don't know. Thank you for the reminder, Laura. Tonight, cooking kibitz, five o'clock Pacific on Doug Buden's Instagram Live. He's got Monica Casey. He's got, I think, chefs do also, right? Is it just the two of them? Why do I feel like there's three? Oh, yes. And um, oh my God, I love her, the blonde. Oh my God, y'all remind me her name. Where is my brain? Y'all remind me the name. Sue is going to be on. Yes, Sarah says. I love that. Um, oh, thank you, Krista. Oh, I needed the love affair. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Krista says you're the sweetest soul. Who would be mean to you? Well, have you heard? Yes. Georgie, Georgie, his friend is going to be on. She's so cool. Um, so I always go or try to go to body pump. I'm already dressed for it. Uh, and, uh, so I kind of listen as the show goes on and then I go to the sauna. So I kind of watch the show between the whatever. So I miss some of the, the comments usually. Um, will I invite will I be invited to the Hollywood house lift premiere party? I mean, one can manifest it for me, right? Uh, anyways, why aren't you on Jeff's payroll? You got the schedule of all the jobs. <laughs> Sarah, why can't Andy get Jeff for more channel one Oh two programming? Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's where it's at, right? Because it's just easier. A lot of us get 102 on our radios. You know, we don't have to go to the app, which kind of messes up. Ugh. Anyways. Well, thank you so much for joining. Please make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're following me. Everything, all my social media is under Jeff Lewis Obsessed. The replay of Reality Water Cooler goes up every day immediately. Instagram, Facebook, Facebook group, Facebook page, Twitter, uh, YouTube, everything is under Jeff Lewis Obsessed. Please make sure to like it as soon as you see my videos and make a comment. It really helps with the engagement, helps other chumpettes and, to find us and to find our community. So anyways, thank you so much for joining live. It is way more fun. And I will see you tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Uh, who's on tomorrow? Kristen Takeman. Kristen Takeman and Doug Buden are on. And then the after show is Paul and Patrick. Ooh, Gabby says, do you think Jeff Lewis will eventually move to his own channel? Well, that's what he was trying to do. That's what 789 was, right? Anyways, bye y'all.